is a bonus edition of the Chief Zone podcast this week. Four episodes of the Chief Zone in one week. Hey, how about that? I'm Farzee Vasugin here with another episode of the Chief Zone podcast. This is going to be a different podcast. We'll get into that in just a moment. By the title that you see right now, you probably know what this is going to be about. And again, another fairly short podcast. So back to back short podcast. We're not going to be doing the closing segments like we normally do on this podcast that will return in the next podcast where we do our preview against the Denver Broncos for Monday Night Football which I'll get into in just a moment but want to give a reminder to all of you guys subscribe to the podcast on iTunes subscribe on Google Play as well you guys can interact with me on social media facebook.com slash Vasugian. follow me on Twitter at farzin 21 and you guys can also email me farzin at farzinvasugian.com as far as the upcoming schedule for the Chiefs Zone podcast, we will have our preview podcast out Thursday, like usual, and it'll be a normal podcast, like always, as I just mentioned. The closing segments will return for that podcast later in the week. And as far as our recap podcast, I'm going to be flying back the night of Monday Night Football. Again, that's a crazy conflict. Now, I appreciate some of you guys have reached out to me, letting me know that American Airlines does indeed have. ESPN, uh, as long as the plane has Wi-Fi. If the plane doesn't have Wi-Fi, I, I don't even know what I'm going to I'm going to have to just keep my phone on airplane mode and just avoid all Bleacher Report notifications and texts from friends until I get home. Uh, I don't even know how if that's even possible. So uh, I pray to God that there's Wi-Fi on the plane when I come back home. So definitely want to make sure I have that uh, on my way back so I can watch the game uh, during the flight back from Cancun over the weekend. So... Uh, but that'll be then, as far as the upcoming podcast schedule, like I said, preview podcast will be out Thursday. As far as the recap podcast, bear with me on this one. This may come out a little later. As a matter of a fact, I'm almost pretty much sure that I'll do a recap and a preview podcast on the same episode. So after the Monday Night Football game, before the Dallas Cowboys game, I'll be doing a Broncos recap and a Cowboys preview Within the same podcast, and it'll probably be out likely Thursday morning. So be on the lookout for that. So that'll be, and then thankfully the Chiefs go back to their normal schedule uh, with so many primetime games uh, within the last few weeks. So now we'll have the opportunity to do podcasts on a regular basis. So that'll be nice to have that here for the Chiefs on podcast. The podcast can come out in a timely manner. Unlike before. Alright, like I said, this podcast is going to be a little bit different because this entire offseason, what was I talking about? Alex Smith has to be replaced. He just has to go. The Chiefs have gone as far as they could with him and you're not going to see him play any better. Those are some of the things I've said all offseason. Look, I can always admit when I'm wrong. I'm that kind of a person, alright? I can do that. If you told me that Alex Smith was going to have 15 touchdowns, no interceptions, and have almost 2,000 passing yards through the first seven games of the season, oh, and by the way, also the highest completion percentage and quarterback rating in the league, I would have said you are completely out of your mind. And let's just be honest, nobody would have predicted this about Alex Smith. Nobody thought this this was going to happen with Alex Smith. People thought maybe he would have had a solid season like usual. But man, to this level, 15 touchdowns, no interceptions. And what's the reason for that? Perhaps Patrick Mahomes. 
Uh, and listen, I, I do have to criticize him for just one moment because the thing is, and I get it, it's human nature. I've, I've said this several times since the start of the season, since Alex Smith's been on a roll here. It is human nature that, you know, when you realize that your job is in jeopardy, you want to do everything you can to keep it and stay stay as a starter, stay in Kansas City. You, you want to keep your job. And for Alex Smith, look, he knows that there's a reason why the Chiefs not just drafted Patrick Mahomes, they traded up to the 10th spot to get him. And and even though there was all this talk about how Mahomes wasn't ready, which I still disagree with, what NFL player, what NFL rookie comes into the league their first year and is quote-unquote ready? None of them are. So I still disagree with that notion and, and stand by what I've said all season long, but this entire year, I, I guess I've just been looking at this and saying, man, you've got two quarterbacks. And not that it's a horrible thing, but at this rate, with the way Alex Smith's playing, who cares if you're paying millions of dollars once again, like they did for Chase Daniel, to another backup quarterback. If you're playing at this high of a level, then then there's no problem with it. Now, the timing of this, unfortunately, comes a little, little strange because... The Chiefs have lost back-to-back games, losing twice in five days, but uh, this doesn't take away the performance that Alex Smith has had throughout the season. And if you want to look at the numbers that he's had, he has 15 touchdowns this season. Last year, he had 15 touchdowns uh, in 15 games. If you want to look at the number of times he has surpassed the number of touchdowns he's had in a single season... 2005, he only had one touchdown. One touchdown, 11 picks. Horrible start to his NFL season with the San Francisco 49ers. 2006, he had 16 picks and 16 touchdowns. So close enough through seven games matching 2006's total. 07, just had two touchdowns. Didn't play a whole lot that year. Uh, In fact, just played seven games. 2008, didn't play a snap. 2009, he had 18 touchdowns in 11 games. 2010, 14 touchdowns in 11 games. 2011, 17 touchdowns in 16 games. So two away from surpassing that total playing in his first or second, rather, full season. 2012, this is, of course, the dramatic year Alex Smith was having a phenomenal season. But, of course, goes down with an injury and Colin Kaepernick takes over. And in the 10 games he played, he threw for 13 touchdowns and just five picks. 2013, his first season with the Chiefs, and this ended up being his best season statistically in his NFL career. His first under Andy Reid as well. In the 15 games he played, 23 touchdowns, 7 picks. 2014, 18 touchdowns, 6 picks. 2015, that is of course Kansas City's miraculous comeback. Their turnaround after a 1-5 start. Smith threw 20 touchdowns, 7 picks. And then last year, not the greatest season for him. But passing yards, the highest he's ever had in a single season, 15 touchdowns, 8 picks, and that is in 15 games through 7 games, about half of it. He's already got 15 touchdowns, and he is on pace to have more than 30 touchdowns. He's never even come close to 30 touchdowns before. The most he's ever had in a single season was 23, and again, as I said, that is his first year with the Chiefs and his first year under Andy Reid. Now, I want to go to the no interceptions for a moment because people are talking about, oh, well, he almost had a pick here against the Raiders and another one this other week. 
listen, every quarterback has thrown a pass that's come in harm's way, and unfortunately nothing bad has come come of it. So look, uh, yes, he has thrown a, a few close ones here and there. Every quarterback is going to do that, though. So it's not like Alex Smith is completely oblivious to to mistakes of any kind. He does have one fumble on the season, didn't lose that fumble. Uh, he has a touchdown on the ground. Uh, didn't rush a whole lot in this last game against the Raiders. But overall, what we've seen from Alex Smith, just pure dominance. There's a reason why he's been labeled as the MVP through the first half of the NFL season. The game he had against the Patriots, that was... I mean, that was the coming out party for Alex Smith 2.0. 368 yards, four touchdowns, no picks in that game. 368 yards to date this season. That is the best game he's out of his, uh, he's had. And that came against the Patriots. Now, look, what we know now, looking back, playing the Patriots, uh, having that kind of a performance against that defense, maybe not the most impressive, but at the end of the day, that was banner night for the New England Patriots. Their fifth ever. And again, doing it in such a short amount of time, having five Super Bowls, that was on opening night for the NFL. You were on the road in a hostile environment where Patriots fans were all jacked up for this game, and you throw up those kinds of numbers on New England? I mean, these are unheard of, and Alex Smith has had some of the best games against a Bill Belichick Patriots team. We haven't seen a lot of quarterbacks, other than Drew Brees, be able to do the things that Alex Smith has done. Alex Smith is the only quarterback who has had two phenomenal, dominant games against the Patriots. Of course, everyone remembers that Monday Night Football game at Arrowhead, which was also the Guinness uh, record setter for loudest stadium in the NFL, getting it back to Arrowhead. And of course, that pure 41-14. to It's 41-7 to because, look, everyone put in their backups in the game. Uh, but it was 41-7. to seven. Final score, politically speaking, being politically correct, 41-14. So you get the idea. Then the Chiefs go out there and score 42, beating the Patriots 42-27, scoring 21 points. Outscoring the Patriots 21 to nothing in the final quarter of that game to put it away. The Chiefs are the only team to put up 42 and 41 points against a Bill Belichick Patriots team. Then you saw against the Philadelphia Eagles, the kind of game Alex Smith had. Not as dominant, but still did a great job taking care of the football, completing 75% of his passes. Against the Chargers, fairly quiet game for the offense, but two touchdowns, no picks, and again, completing 76% of his passes. The worst game he had against he had was against the Steelers, where he was 19 of 34, completing 55% of his passes. Threw for just 246 yards. The fewest, or the second fewest he had. The fewest who he had was against the Chargers for 155. But for the most part, Alex Smith has just been very good for Kansas City. If you want to look at his quarterback rating for each game, I'm going to read it to you in order. And listen to this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read you the lowest one here. And if anyone told me that this was going to be the lowest quarterback rating he would have had in the game, I would have said there's absolutely no chance that would be the case. Here are the quarterback rating ratings he has for each game, starting with New England. 148.6, 113.8 against the Eagles on the home opener. On the road against the Chargers, 128.1. Washington, Monday Night Football, 104.9. On the road for Sunday Night Football at Houston, 130.2. 
Here's his lowest one against the Steelers, 88.6. Not bad. Still not bad. And not having a turnover certainly helps. Against the Raiders this past Thursday, 127.3. Who puts up these kinds of numbers? Who, who does this? Their names are either Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning. I mean, we're talking about some of the best quarterbacks we've seen in the last 10 years put up numbers like that. We don't ever hear a guy by the name of Alex Smith, game manager Alex Smith, throw these kinds of numbers up. He's been doing that this year. And again, going back to my only criticism right now about Alex Smith, where was this version of Alex Smith? Why did it take, and again, I I know with what I said about human nature and, and us kind of being under pressure and starting to do better, but where was this Alex Smith before? Because had Alex Smith, in years past, we've all said that we have seen Alex Smith play up to his potential. Clearly, we were all wrong. And if Alex Smith played like this in 2013 and then 2015, Kansas City probably has two Super Bowl rings at Arrowhead Stadium. Two under Alex Smith, making it three total. Because Kansas City has had a phenomenal, ferocious defense for the past few years. And unfortunately, when Alex Smith turns it up and plays like the best quarterback in the NFL, the defense forgets how to come away with sacks, how to come away with turnovers, how to pressure the quarterback, how to stop them from going to the end zone so much. This has been just a completely... Flip flop. If you told me that the defense was going to allow 30 points, or 31 rather against the Raiders, 34 to the Texans, 27 to the Patriots, I mean, these aren't great numbers, really. And these aren't numbers that the Chiefs are, are used to giving up. And, and the bend on break is starting to. To really work against him. But, but but if you told me that the defense was going to allow these numbers. I would have said we would have probably be 2-5 and five instead of 5-2. and two. And look. Kansas City's coming off a heartbreaker against the Raiders. The way they just lost in the end. Giving the Raiders two opportunities with no time on the clock. It, it just, just complete disaster of, of an ending there. When you're trying to bounce back after holding the best record in the NFL. And now the AFC is completely wide open. Depending what happens this week with other divisional games. Denver could be back in the mix. The Raiders pretty much have saved their season. And if they can do well with their upcoming schedule. Which is a very difficult schedule. But if they can do well from here on out. And they can use this game as a confidence booster. Then they're back in it in the AFC West. So listen. The Chiefs are going to need Alex Smith to continue to do his thing. Fortunately, Alex Smith has a lot of weapons to work with this year. And we've seen them throughout the year. Kareem Hunt, of course, the biggest name for the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Tyree Kill, we all know what he's capable of. And I think a lot of people will make a case that Tyree Kill has helped Kareem Hunt have the season that he's had. Because the Chiefs have used Tyree Kill as a decoy. And then when they actually want to hand him the football, he makes a lot of plays and gets a lot of yards with his feet. So Kansas City has another weapon in him. 
And then, of course, let's not forget Travis Kelsey, who might be the best tight end in the league right now. So you've got a lot of playmakers. You've got a Pro Bowl tight end, a Pro Bowl offensive weapon, and a Pro Bowl running back on your football team. In addition to go with your Pro Bowl quarterback, who's playing like an elite quarterback this season. Nobody throws 15 touchdowns and no interceptions and cannot be labeled as elite. So here's the Alex with Appreciation podcast, because this is what this is about. This is about how, how much we've criticized Alex Smith, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll admit all of that firsthand, because I did a lot of that this offseason. And the type of season that he has had this year, man, uh, I, I, I cannot sit here. Maybe the Pittsburgh game, but even then, Kansas City had a lot of other issues in that football game. But, but outside of the Pittsburgh game, the other six games, can you really look at the, any of those games and say Alex Smith has put the Chiefs in a bad position and made it seem like they that they may would not they may have not won? You certainly could not say that about the Patriots game. Alex maybe in the first half kind of a slow start, but still didn't have a bad football game. He has not had a single bad game this year outside of the Pittsburgh game. Had a phenomenal game against the Raiders. 25 of 36 passes, completing almost 70% of, of, of his throws, 342 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, sacks just once, and has a QB rating of 127.3. So if you just want to go with how Alex Smith has performed throughout the year, maybe the Chiefs should be 6-1 and one on the season. So everything we've seen with Alex Smith so far this year, the 15 touchdowns in seven games already equating last year's total in 15 games that he was a part of. No interceptions. What else can you ask out of Alex Smith? With all the times we have criticized him, this is the Alex Smith who showed up. I've never mentioned this on the podcast, and I haven't seen all the videos, but Graham Bensinger, who uh, does exclusive interviews and uploads them to YouTube, he did a, 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 and I don't know when they did this interview, but the timing was pretty impressive, considering it came out after the New England game. But Alex Smith did a long interview opening up about a lot of things, how this could be his last season in Kansas City, and all the criticism that he's taken over the years. He has learned to say, F it. And uh, also going into his personal life with how we met his wife, also his his, his kids uh, and the children that they have. Uh, a lot of things that he's gone into. I, I talked about this on the Facebook page, uh, but I never mentioned this on the podcast. And let me just say this, because I know I'm focusing solely on Alex Smith this season and, and some of what he's done with Kansas City. Somebody tell me a football player who has had a roller coaster career like Alex Smith has had. The guy comes into the league in 2005, throws one touchdown and 11 interceptions in nine games, and he's quickly labeled as a bust. Number one overall pick that year. Struggles to even find playing time with San Francisco. And then when he does get playing time, when he starts to get on a roll, he gets hurt. He, his toughness was questioned when Mike Singletary was the head coach of the 49ers. When Harbaugh goes in there, Alex Smith turns into a completely different football player. 2011 
Phenomenal season. His best season with the 49ers that year. 2012 was on pace to have another great year with the San Francisco 49ers. But of course, that injury occurs and Colin Kaepernick takes over. And we all know the story from there. The 49ers decide to stick with Kaepernick. Smith gets traded to Kansas City. And what happens? He starts his career with the Chiefs going 9-0. Oh, and by the way, there's also the guy, the head coach, who was fired from his previous job, also coming to the Chiefs, and the Chiefs coming off a 2-14 and season. And this team, all of a sudden, putting the pieces together. Uh, Andy Reid, who came from some struggles in Philadelphia. Alex Smith coming from struggles in San Francisco. And the Chiefs coming off the worst season in franchise history. And they start off 9-0. And so many 49ers fans, and this is about the time where social media really reached a high point, and you could see a lot of people's opinions across the board. A lot of 49ers fans were wishing that they had Alex Smith back. And I feel like at times we did take Alex Smith for granted for some of his performances, because when you look at his numbers, his numbers certainly aren't bad. They're they're certainly not numbers that make you believe that you're on your way to a Super Bowl either. But the kind of numbers he's throwing up right now, and again, looking at his career, labeled as a bust right away, bounce back under Harbaugh, suffers that injury and watches San Francisco go play in the Super Bowl, has that 9-0 start with the Chiefs, but then has that heartbreaking playoff loss to Indianapolis, another heartbreaking loss to the Steelers, and at this point, people are questioning if Alex Smith is the right quarterback And should they move on? Then they draft Pat Mahomes. And then what does Alex Smith do? He has the best start that we have ever seen in franchise history by a a quarterback. So three times Alex Smith has resurrected himself. And has done all these crazy things that we have not never even could have imagined coming. And he's just putting up all these high numbers. Now look, what does the future hold for Alex Smith? The schedule is going to get a little easier, a couple tough games here and there. But once you get through Denver and Dallas, the schedule gets a little soft here. And this is the opportunity for Alex Smith to just go off and maybe have a a stretch of games where he he has a dozen touchdowns and maybe one or two, or hell, even maybe zero interceptions. Who knows at this point? Alex Smith is having himself a season. Alex Smith is a baller in 2017. Anyone that's not giving him the credit he deserves are are simply people who can't admit that they were wrong about him this year. Now, as I said, his future, what's going to happen short term? We discussed that long term. This is interesting. Because look, I still don't believe in drafting a quarterback this high and having him sit on your bench back-to-back years. I'll say this right now. If Alex Smith plays like this from here on out to finish his career with the Chiefs, I am more than open to keeping Mahomes on the bench for one more year and having Alex Smith be the same quarterback be the starting guy, be the primary guy going into 2018. I am completely fine with that. And I can't imagine anyone who would disagree with that. If he's playing at this high of a level. 
And again, that's kind of a big if because this is the only time we've seen Alex Smith play like this. So what? Do, where does Alex Smith go from here? And how long can he continue this high level of success? I think those are some of the big questions that I've got about Alex Smith as we move forward, as we're approaching the halfway point of the NFL season. Kansas City about to play their eighth game of the season. That'll be on Monday Night Football. Not the upcoming Monday, but the following Monday. So this is an opportunity for Alex Smith to really showcase himself and prove that he can, despite everything that he has gone through in his career, he can find a way to finish on on top. I don't know exactly where this Chiefs team goes from here. This de- the most frustrating part about this Chiefs team, and I mentioned this on the Facebook page, Alex Smith is having an amazing season, and as soon as he does this, the defense completely flips upside down. I mean, this defense isn't the defense that we saw in 2013 and 2016 where they were just dominant with sacks and turnovers. We haven't seen that defense this year. We just haven't. So, look, there's still time for this defense to grow. I think with this 11-day break, I think there's a lot of soul-searching that this team needs to do. And maybe this defense can find a way to, to recover. I know... Without Eric Berry, having that dominant success may not happen. But look, I've always been a firm believer that if you have the right pass rushers, which Kansas City does, and even they've gotten off to slow. Justin Houston has gotten off to a fairly good start, but D Ford's been a little quiet. Uh, Tom Bahali, we're still waiting for him to come back. He should be back soon with the team. But Kansas City can make a weak secondary look good and a good secondary look great. Now, right now, Kansas City's got a fairly weak secondary. Marcus Peters probably having his worst season as a Chiefs cornerback. He didn't have a very good season in his rookie season. Yes, he had those eight interceptions that tied for the uh, top of the league, but he also gave up a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns, too. In fact, he also gave up eight touchdowns, which was the most by a cornerback. And again, that was a rookie season for him. He did a lot better his sophomore season last year. This year, we've kind of seen a mix of Marcus Peters playing very well at times and also not playing very well. So uh, this 11-day break for the Chiefs is a big one. Coming off a Thursday night football game, and their upcoming game is on Monday night. So this is an opportunity for the Chiefs to really just recover, recharge their batteries, and come out strong for that Monday night game. It's a divisional game, and if Denver can get a winning... You know Denver's hungry for a win after losing to, to a winless Giants team. So... Denver is looking, knowing what just happened to the Chiefs, Denver's going to try everything they can to get a winning streak going and try to make it two in a row against the Chiefs. So the Chiefs have got to make sure that they bring their A game on all three facets of the game. Otherwise, they're going to get knocked out of first place and they're going to drop three straight games after a 5-0 start. Certainly not what you want to see. Of course, we remember we remember the Chiefs started 9-0 and then they lost three consecutive games in 2013. So listen, hopefully Alex Smith can continue to play well. And hopefully the defense can find a way to turn it around. Like I said, this team has the pass rushers. And if they can put pressure on opposing quarterbacks and give them trouble all day, all day long, this secondary is going to 
come together on its own. So let's see what's going to happen with all that. Give a lot of credit to Alex Smith, man. This guy's having a damn great season. One that none of us saw coming. And he deserves all the credit in the world right now. And hopefully he can keep this up. He's going to throw an interception. He's going to give away a fumble at some point. He can't go a whole season playing 15 or 16 games without this happening. It's, It's bound to happen. But if he limits it like he's usually done in his career... Just seems like he's doing a better job of it now than he's ever done before. Then at some point, you're going to have to give Alex Smith that MVP award. And hopefully you can turn that into a championship team. Because Kansas said, damn man, 1970. I wasn't even born yet. My parents. They they were youngins. A lot of your parents were probably youngins. Hopefully the Chiefs can turn the this around, the defense around, because if Alex continues like this and the defense rebounds, oh boy, watch out, because this team will be a lot of fun to watch. I'm Farzee Vasuki, and I appreciate you guys listening to this bonus episode of the Chiefs Zone Podcast. Interact with me on social media, facebook.com slash Farzee Give my page a like. Follow me on Twitter at Farzine21. You guys can email me as well, Farzine at Farzine Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Share it on social media. Let a friend know about the podcast. Helps it out greatly. Until then, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the games on Sunday. I will talk to you guys on Thursday. We will preview the game between the Chiefs and the Broncos. I'll be in Mexico over the weekend, and I will catch the game on my way back, and hopefully the Chiefs can rebound with a win. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. Enjoy your weekend.